I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is George Juanu, managing partner of Foolproof, a Zenzar company. What we're actually talking about is the importance of independent financial advisors, IFAs, embracing the digital revolution. What is it that you're expecting people to do that they haven't done before? I think with the changes we've had in the past few years, people have got very digital savvy in other areas of their life, whether it's supermarket shopping or checking even just bank balances and things like that. I think the demand there for more digital savvy IFAs or or, or more sort of easier connections, I would say, is something that the the public are kind of looking for nowadays from from what we've seen of research. Uh, many are are asking still friends and family for quite complex advice at times, and that could be misleading. And then IFAs from our research have also been very much face to face or you know wanting a more one to one relationship, and that kind of leaves a gap where the fintechs aren't really supplying and the IFAs in the traditional format aren't supplying. So there's a great opportunity for you know a more digital savvy IFA relationship, I guess. Well, you touched on it briefly there, and it's something we've talked a lot about on our podcast, changing consumer behavior. Now, we all know why consumer behavior changed in the last couple of years. It was mostly pandemic related, and you're quite right, people are a lot more digital savvy than they were. Is this something that the IFA community has missed a trick on? Because I would have thought that it would be quite easy to transition very simplistically from a one-to-one face-to-face meeting to -to one-to-one face-to-face over the internet. Absolutely. If you just take it from a time consumption point of view, if you did face-to-face one-to-ones, you've only got a certain amount of time in the day to, to get through to, to people. And you, you've probably got you know some, from an IFA's point of view, some which are core opportunities and you can do things. And there's some that just probably aren't ready for the type of advice an IFA might, might want to give. So by looking at more digital opportunities uh, you, you've got online tools for wealth calculators and things like that you know i think you, you can build relationships very quickly through digital that is still personalized you know with, with technology you can still make you know personalized and segmented approaches which would then time save for, for one-to-ones being further down the funnel for for some ifa so that you can essentially get more out of the time spent with the customer, I guess. That's just not been taken up. And we've seen some recently in the last two, three years, obviously, there was the transition to Zoom. You know, IFAs couldn't just sit there and, and, and not do anything. So I think we saw quite a lot of the one-to-one meetings digitized, but not really taking up digital. A lot of the tools are out there off the shelf, aren't really customized in the same, I think, in the, in the way that IFAs want them to be. So... I think there is an opportunity there. Well, one of the key benefits, I would guess, of a digital or a quasi-digital offering like that is pre-qualification, because an awful lot of the work that a financial advisor does is in the the starting point to ask questions. And Uh, if people have tools that they can use to understand some more of the basics, you don't have to spend time on taking them through that. You have to remember that people are at different stages of their lives and they want advice for different things. So being able to segment that, being able to have a long-term relationship, 
is really key. And how, how do you bring down the cost of that long-term relationship? So for example, IFAs probably don't, and I'm being very generic here, probably don't want to talk to students unless you know there's inheritance or things like that. But actually those students are going to be in the position where they will need an IFA potentially in 10, 20 years. So how do you bring down the cost of servicing those people making it feel like a one-to-one relationship. That is through digital. It's like through building a CRM, through building opportunities in life stages where could they help them in, in a different way? You know, I think it's always about wealth management and not enough about wealth creation. So if you're talking to students around wealth management, not many would be interested. Wealth creation is probably something of interest. Now that could be digitized and making them ready for the sort of one-to-one IFA advisory in 5, 10, 15 years' time. There'll be others who are looking for first-time IFA advice. Now, I, I think there is always a worry about getting one-to-one advice on your financial matters. What would they think of me? Am I, have I got enough money? Are they, are they thinking they're wasting their time? So that, that emotional aspect doesn't appear there in digital so they you can ask questions you it's far more approachable you know if you're not familiar with ifas and, and and advice in general it's much easier to approach a digital savvy stack whether that you know it could still be in a a chatbot facility for example so that could be automated or it could be a virtual assistant just behind closed doors there's a number of opportunities i think that IFAs don't really appreciate in in general where it can be quite nerve wracking doing this for your first time until you build up a relationship. And then you get to ask questions and you think, oh, I had a great experience last time. Next time I go and see them, I'm going to ask about X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to bring up my pension or, you know, how to, to get my mortgage down quicker and what should I be doing? So I think there's a timeline for comfort where digital can really play a massive part in breaking down that sort of discomfort of tricky questions and asking things that, you know, I don't want to ask this, what they, they won't really think I know what I'm doing, or those things just don't appear in digital. You can ask them really, you know, there's no such thing as a stupid question on a chatbot, for example. One of the problems with independent financial advice is that if you advise me to make an investment or to arrange a certain financial product, and it pans out well, gosh, I made a good decision. If it pans out badly, you're a charlatan. That is the uncomfortable truth of where an IFA often sits between products and customers. But what you've been talking about are the benefits of digital offerings, both for the IFA themselves and also from the customer point of view. But what I was hearing from you earlier is that such products don't really exist at the moment for IFAs to take up, or is that? Am I getting the wrong end of the stick? There are platforms that are available off the shelf, from what we've seen, but they they need improving. They need working with with IFAs and customers. They take features and functionalities over the experience. So when you get these built out products, they don't really take into account the the human side of what what that that human's trying to do. So they often need a lot of customization if you're going to get a good experience out of it. Uh, and I guess a, a very simple way of looking at it is a, is a framework called jobs to be done. No one wants to go and purchase a mortgage. They want to buy a home 
that's a new lifestyle change. No one wants to buy insurance. It's either a legal matter that you need to have a legal compliance, I need to have insurance, or it's peace of mind. Now, if the tools and the platforms and the IFAs merge to really think about jobs to be done, what is it that that human is trying to do? I'm trying to retire. I don't want a pension. No one wants to save up for a pension. I want peace of mind. I can retire and be in a good stage. Finance in general, I think, banks are starting to realize it. They, they've been stuck down a product. I'm going to build a product and I'm going to push that to my consumers. I've got five mortgage products. That's what they're buying. And, and it's been very product-centric rather than, on the other side, a, a client and consumer products. Yeah, I don't really know what the difference between these products are. I want There's this house I need to buy. I don't have enough money. I've got to go shopping to see what mortgage is best for me. And, and, and demystifying some of the terms like the, you know, the interest rates, the type of fixed rates, you know, variable rates, things like that can be quite complex. So I think there is a position for the IFAs not to do the same thing as the banks or read where we can read the same thing. They're, they're there to demystify. And I think that the digital landscape can really help them do that by asking them questions, by, by driving the right behaviors at the right time. I think there's, there's a far more human side that can be done uh, when you're using the, the human and the technology. Uh, and if I can give you a quick example, it's the same when, when you take automation. So people have said AI is going to take over the world. It's going to take over jobs. No one's going to have a job. You know, that's the very extreme point. But there's things that AI cannot do. So it will repeat a uh, procedure. You can robotically automate things. And yes, people aren't needed for those jobs. But there is a level of job where the human has to work with machine to bring the right level of you know, advice and things like that. They're the sort of things I think we can really concentrate on. The IFAs have to really look at what are the things on my list that I do that can be digitized can be automated, leaving me to spend quality time on advisory. And if I get good experience from, from my clients and I've advised them, they'll stay there with me. And, and I think, Robin, your, your earlier point around the good and the bads, you build those relationships and you know, they're going to make a good or a bad decision at the moment from our research based on family advice. And, and that's, that's way below the, the IFA advisory. So I think having that relationship, having that transparency is, is really key. And then that's where you can spend the time rather than talking about products, rather than talking about things. It's really about the moments of life that they that their clients are in and how to help by doing those sort of jobs to be done framework. That's where I see the, the key time being spent, if that makes sense. What I'm actually hearing is something that we want technologists out there listening to this to hear. We need them to take on board the experiential nature of what this is doing and build it into the machinery and build it into the platforms. Because what you're describing is just a bunch of barriers that are effectively currently holding advisors back from Absolutely. jumping into this, perhaps as much as they ought to. Again, like I said, they're in their silos. They're thinking about building products and mass marketing those products. The two have to come together. IFAs have to say, this isn't good enough. This is what I want from my, my products. The software companies have to, to also listen 
uh, at the end of the day, you need to make the clients feel that they're trusting the IFA. You're getting the right advice. You're getting the right level of advice and the, the right transparency. Uh, and that's what I meant by quality time. Take those aspects of, of that journey or the touch points that can be digitized and, and move them to the side. And then the IFA can concentrate on those things. So, for example, um, you, you could have a first or second meeting and say, you know, I sent you those links. I see the calculator. I've seen, I've seen the results of that survey that you completed for me. I've seen this. Based on that, I, I'm getting this type of understanding of, of your circumstance, of what you want to do in life, et cetera. There's a few options. And so rather than spending 10, 15, 20 minutes trying to build that trust and, and that historic, where is this new client at? Digital is offering them a way to understand their whole history survey that person so you can go in there really knowing quite a lot about the circumstance of what that person's trying to do in their life that's the role of technology and ifas playing together in my opinion george Ioannou, managing partner of foolproof thank you very much